Hello. Hi. This is Melissa. And this is Kat. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Right. Um, and then, and then we, and then one, two, three podcast. We saw the little mermaid. We sure fucking did. It was great. Yeah. We went to an early access screening in Dolby. Yeah, there were 10 people there, including us. <laughs> there, was, there was more than that. I would say it was maybe like... Half full. Yeah, 50% full. Yeah, I'd say there were maybe 30 people in there. And there was like, I think maybe one child. So that was nice. Yeah, because children, movies are not for you. I mean... No, they're not. No, I I'm just kidding. don't... I just didn't want there to be a lot of them at the screening because I wanted to be able to watch it without, you know, the talking and the yelling and the crying. Yeah, there was none of that. It was great. Slay. I mean, I cried. There wasn't children crying. <laughs> I did not cry, but I don't think any part of that movie is sad necessarily. So I, I don't think any of it's sad. It was more happy crying for me. I did a lot of happy crying. I'm a very emotional person. I'm a Pisces moon. I cried at the drop of a hat. So I cried before the movie even started. I looked at Melissa and I said, I'm crying. Oh, God. And she said, why the fuck are you crying? It hasn't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really happy to be here, just okay? The, just, yeah, just the Disney <laughs> castle. It was very good. Everyone go watch it right now. Thank you. It was very good. We did a whole review on Patreon, so. Yeah, spoiler free. Kind of. We spoiled one thing. Yeah, but it was like a very minute thing, I think, so. <laughs> we also both just had drummy sticks. Yeah. The ice cream, not the chicken. Yeah, Why are they called veget- drumsticks? Vegetarians. That was already taken by a food item. Am I wrong? Which one was first? What came first? The drumstick or the drumstick? The chicken or the ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. <laughs> that was so great. <laughs> I'm stupid. Thank you. You're a comical genius. Oh my God. That's the first time you've ever said that to me. I'm writing what that down. What came first? The chicken or At the ice cream? 939 <laughs> on Friday, May 26, 2023. Melissa told me I was funny. It's the first time that has ever happened in my life. Thank you. Anyway, it's summer, y'all. Go go get you a drumstick. Yeah. Chicken or ice cream. Yeah, which I mean, both are summery. <laughs> Choose your fighter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Right. That's enough of that. <laughs> That's how exciting our lives are. We ate at ice cream and watched The Little Mermaid. Okay, bye. <laughs> so this time we're here to tell you why pete's dragon is tragical yeah it was watchable um i I beg to differ (laughs) it came out in 1977 Mm -hmm. which feels like one million years ago like how did they even make a movie no i'm kidding (laughs) i just i guess i didn't realize that it's a musical musical oh it's a full-blown musical 
like it's not like the little mermaid where like there's just some songs that are thrown in there no this is literally a musical like half of like over half of it is them singing to continue the story i feel like most of the little mermaid is a musical i don't know like musicals like broadway style like feels different than like disney movies with singing in them to me yeah like this was like a production i liked it there's like drunk people it was just too long there was so much of this that could have been shortened or cut out yeah. to make it not. Oh, this two movie hours. is over two hours. Don't watch it. We watched it for you. I'll say that. Yeah. Just <laughs> listen to this episode and you're good. I Like, is the new, is the remake that long? I don't know. But now I want to see the remake and see if it's even better. Oh, my God. The dragon has to be better because, okay, we'll talk I've about it. Anyway, photos. I've got I don't some think... fun facts for you. <laughs> I've seen photos. I don't think it's better. No, it didn't get better. No damn i'm ready for those fun facts okay so originally elliot the dragon was not to be seen at all in the film and remain invisible throughout could you imagine how boring that would be so he would have literally been an imaginary friend like the whole thing pretty much however members of the studio animation department gradually lobbied okay unnecessary terminology but okay (laughs) studio heads to increase the amount of visible screen time At first, it was decided he would only be seen at the end of the film, but ultimately the character's screen time was increased to 22 minutes. I think it, I think it wouldn't have made sense because yeah, you would have been thinking the whole time like, oh, it's an imaginary friend. And all of a sudden at the very end, he was real. Yeah. It wouldn't have made sense if he was like invisible the whole movie. Yeah. If they, if he never actually did anything and he was literally just like an invisible imaginary friend. You know what I'm saying? But he actually, like, does stuff that moves the plot along. Right. But also he, like, is able to, like, move stuff. And you would have been able to see him, you know, like, walking through the cement, for example. I guess. But I just wouldn't have. It wouldn't have been good. Yeah, I don't know. That is very strange. That's so silly. I'm glad they changed it. God, that would have been unbearable. This goofy (laughs) ass looking. (laughs) Yeah, there were so many references to like, they pulled from ancient Chinese art. And I'm like, be so fucking for real. Like a five-year-old could have drawn that dragon. I'm so sorry to the animators, but it was not that impressive. Yeah, he was all right. He was okay. He did the job, you know? (laughs) He did the job he was drawn to do. This film's box office performance suffered as it was on release at the same time as Star Wars. Let's not blame Star Wars, okay? I, I feel like I did know that this movie did tor- like really bad because of Star Wars, though, or because okay, well let's let's think about it. It was over two hours, and it's about a little boy and a dragon. Okay, but like if Star Wars wasn't in theaters, like what else did people have to do in the seventies? Eat drumsticks and they, stay inside. They- were both types of drumsticks around at that time? Yeah, for sure. Oh. I feel like drumsticks are old as hell. Which ones? Well, <laughs> the chicken for sure. But <laughs> what were they called that? The drumsticks like ice cream. Ice cream? That's like the original ice cream. The Ooh. fucking Egyptians invented drumsticks. I believe that. Yeah. Okay, this one I love. And I know you'll love it too. I'm ready. Because go Grease Lightning. Disney considered Olivia Newton-John to play Nora, but she was unavailable. No, she just didn't want to fucking do this. Let's, yeah, she let's be so saw fucking for real. a two-hour movie about a fucking green and purple dragon and said, I, it's a no for me. Yeah, so Helen Reedy took the role because it was the best script she had been offered after her role as the singing nun in Airport, 1975. Okay. Like, okay, Helen Get off your high horse. You know what I'm saying? And because she felt it would be most appropriate as she was expecting a grandchild. After this film, she mostly gave up acting. Yeah, I would have to. 
Um, <laughs> she does not look like a grandmother at fucking all. She, you look great. Well, she probably doesn't now. She's also probably dead now, but didn't look that up either because I don't care. Also, speaking of Greece, we were watching this and one of the characters looked so familiar. And I was like, I know that mouth. And I Googled the cast and it's the guy that plays Kaniki and Greece. Yeah. Which Kaniki's my favorite. And they're, he's so dirty in this yeah. movie. I tried not to look at them too much, you know? I, I was like, I recognize the way his mouth is moving, yeah. which sounds so weird. But if like, if you know what he looks like, he has a very specific mouth shape and the way he speaks. He plays one of the like hillbillies that's after Pete. Mm-hmm. Is hillbillies allowed? Get a hickey from Kaniki. I don't know. It's like a hallmark con. All right. Well, <laughs> I said it. So I'm sorry if hillbillies offensive. I don't know what's okay anymore. I don't know what's <laughs> happening anymore. Hillbilly is fine. It's not like derogatory. Awesome. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's kind of a name calling. They're Billy calling. in the Hills. <laughs> <laughs> this Billy in the Hills over here. Okay. Um, I already kind of told you this one. Sorry. Um, unlike most Disney films, the original soundtrack album was released by Capitol Records because Helen Reddy. Is it Reedy or Reddy? Uh, Helen Reddy was signed to them at the time. She recorded a single version of Candle on the Water with a different arrangement that was released as a single. Okay, you already said that. And both it and the film version of the original song were on the album. The single did not make the pop charts. No fucking shit. But reached number 27 on Billboard's adult contemporary chart. I remember we had like a CD. Yeah, one of our Disney like hits. CDs had this song on it and I'm pretty sure we skipped it every time you the second the song started knew the beginning of it your candle on the water that's about how far I got before I skipped it no you but you knew like the whole first part of it because I looked at you like how do you fucking know any of this I truly only know that part no because when it started you sang like the first couple lines and I was like why do you know all of that because I was like reading it off of the subtitles (laughs) I don't think so (laughs) If you were, you played me for a fool. I'm good at the (laughs) yoki. Okay, this is my last fun fact. I'm ready. The 2012 35th anniversary edition Blu-ray disc and jacket state that the movie's running time is 88 minutes. When it in fact is 129 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, what? They just fucking just slapped a number on there and said, good eye. That's not know. even an hour and a half. That's that's how long this movie... No, this movie should still even be shorter than that, but... This movie is two hours and nine minutes. That's insanity. There's so, yeah. there's so much of it that didn't... That went on for far too long. Oh, and we're going to talk about it mm-hmm. right here, folks. Anyway, mm-hmm. we get all of our fun facts from the Internet Movie Database. Database if you're nasty. Did I say database? Did you say database? Did no, we I, both say database? I said database. I don't know what I said. I think you said it right. Okay. So yeah, Pete's Dragon, uh, over two fucking hours long. Did not realize that when I picked it or I probably wouldn't have. No, I'm kidding. 27 minutes of it is forced credits. Oh, there are forced credits for days. It's It's like like a painting. Yeah. It's like a, what is that called? A mural. No, the type of paint, like, what is it? Gauche? Gauche? That's like the type of paint. Okay. I Uh, truly have, you lost me. I, I have no idea. It's the type oil? of paint. No, it's not oil. Crayon? It's like the kind where it's like you like layer it and it's like textured. Painting like paint? what our grandfather uses. You know how his paintings, like some of them mm-hmm. are like raised mm-hmm. because it's like the layers. 
Okay, ganache, anyway. Chocolate ganache? No, it's like gauche or gauche, gauche, gauche. It's I think G-A-U-C-H-E. It's definitely gauche. <laughs> and if it's not, it is now. So there's a gauche painting, which is the opening credits, and it shows all the people. We find out there's a third Lampy. Yeah, we uh, the one of the characters' names is Lampy. This is our third Lampy, Disney. How? We never, well, I mean, one of them isn't actually Lampy. Okay, we, well, the picture. <laughs> Our lamp is Lampy. Also, Lampwick. Do Lamp they call Wick. him Lampy? They call him Lampy. And okay. I was so excited. I said, oh my God, another okay. Lampy. So two of them are actually Lampy. And the third one is just we created Lampy. And then here we are. And we have another Lampy who's played by uh, Mickey Rooney. Yeah. Which I realized halfway through the movie, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> it just seems like a lot. Mickey Rooney? Yeah. Or Lampy? Both. Mickey Rooney. Yeah. He seems like that really Chaos. loud girl at the bar that you don't went anywhere near you absolute chaos that man has to be absolute chaos but not like in a fun way in a very like please please leave the room like get the fuck away from me kind of way just a little man filled with a lot of energy and he's got to get it out somehow god he just seems so annoying i'm so sorry mickey rooney i know he's you're still like alive a, no he's definitely dead right i know he's like a legend or whatever but i get the ick I got oh. the ick for mickey rooney yeah there was some questionable he's just annoying yeah Anyway, I that's would concur. My diatribe. <laughs> also, I would like to um, while Michael we were, Rooney. <laughs> while we were watching the extremely long credits, I said, "This is a really long painting," and Melissa just goes, "And quite frankly, I've had enough of it." <laughs> that's how long these credits were. Like it was one continuous painting. It was at least twenty minutes. <laughs> and Melissa straight up was like, "And I've had enough." <laughs> I did have it. I. It was too much. Yeah. And then you think that the the painting is going to like fade into like where we are. And it sure does not. Yeah, I thought they were going to do a cool thing. (laughs) Not well anyway. It doesn't like look like the painting wasn't woods and then the the area was woods. It was like water. And then all of a sudden we were in a treed area. (laughs) (laughs) Not a treed area. We start our movie in a treed area, just like many movies. We sure do. There is a child, nine years old, ginger bowl cut. That's not really a bowl cut. It's encroaching on bowl cut. Yeah, it's like a long, a grown out. It was a bowl bowl cut. cut. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, he's floating seemingly in midair, but we all know that he's riding an invisible dragon. Mm -hmm. So we can Mm -hmm. just go ahead and spoil that. And by the way, guys, it's an invisible dragon. Uh, There are three men and uh, a woman named Ma looking for him. They're all named Ma. (laughs) <laughs> yeah there's three men named ma and then ma and actually i only know one of the guy's names i'm sure the other two had names i think i wrote one of them eventually great it will come to light or it won't so the little boy his name's pete um he has a dragon <laughs> named elliot who's mm-hmm. invisible at this mm-hmm. time so the little boy and his invisible dragon they have to hide from Ma's. The dusty, the dusty people from the Maws, the Billies of the Hill, um, <laughs> straight up Appalachian shit going on. Anyway, I have questions. Why can't the dragon fly? We learn later that he can. Okay, but so why? Why did they so just fly he away? Sucks. Yeah, like fly that boy away from there. Yeah, cowboy, take me away. I don't fly this girl as high as you can. Yeah. So the the Maws are all searching for Pete while he's hiding in a tree. Like it's like a felled tree with a hole in it. <laughs> Not a felled tree in the treed area. <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. So Poetic. he's heading on the tree. The the invisible dragon is just 
sitting next to him invisible with him and then there's a song we immediately start with a song and it's violent this song was kind of gas though this was like the best song in the film oh okay am i wrong I didn't like any songs. Oh, so. no, it wasn't good. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. is about how Pete Beating is like a son to them because they bought him and they like to beat the shit out of him. Not only that, but the the two younger. The sons. The sons, I but guess. They're like, yeah. yeah, they're like well into their 20s. Yeah. They talk about all the different ways that they're going to beat Pete when they find him. Yeah, like I said, it was a really great song. They're going to um, drown him, tie him to some train tracks. One of them says he's going to take an axe to him. Mm-hmm. They're great, gonna, great lyrics. They're going to hang him. Great lyrics. Lin-Manuel Miranda could never. No, he would just rap it instead. It was like an upbeat ditty. It was interesting, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the dragon, the invisible dragon, we learned his name is Elliot, starts tripping all of them into the mud. And they were then, already dirty, though. Like, what? yeah, it there was no matter. difference. Yeah. Ma starts saying how they the, well, the sons say, well, why can't we just get another orphan? And mom was like, well, because we paid $50 and legal fees, which was 50 cents. And I don't have another $50 and 50 cents to buy another orphan. So we have to find this one so we can plow the fields and do our farming and all of that. So we don't have to. Fair point. Fair point. Also, Ma says buy cracky. Um, and I'll now be adopting that as my personality. <laughs> that is um. Melissa's only brain cell. Bye, Bye Cracky. <laughs> they yeah. better find that boy. Yeah, I just love that it's very specifically $50 in legal fees, which was 50 cents. The legal yeah. fees are 50 cents. 50-50. What time does this movie take place? Do we know? 1900s. There was no like exact. Nope. Okay. So $50, I was going to say back then, but we don't even know how far. Yeah, I was going to say, like, (laughs) I don't even know how these Billy of the Hills got $50 and 50 cents for the legal fees. I don't know how they got it either, but um, the dad's name is Merle. Merle. That's the only one I wrote down. Merle and Ma. I love Merle. I'm keeping Merle in my back pocket. One of the sons is Willie. Um, of don't course know it the is. name of the other of one. Of course it and is. And maybe it's also Willie. Willie and Willie. Mm-hmm. Willie and Willie and Merle and Ma. I think they say it, but I didn't care enough. Their to write last it down. name is Gogan. Go the Gogans. Gogan's a great also name. Okay. Love it. Gogan. It sounds very like upbeat. She's doing a, a movement. Gogan? I don't know. I like it. Okay. I'm changing my last name. No, I'm just kidding. They do not find Pete Mm-mm. and they leave the area because the dragon hit them with his invisible tail and knocked them yeah, into the mud. What did they think happened? They um, all just tripped? They're stupid. So they just have That's like true. a mosquito knocked them over. Pete and Elliot decide they're going to go nine nine right where they are. Pete sleeps in a Felled tree. Pete said, I'm fucking exhausted. I'm taking a nappy. The next morning, Elliot is like eating a tree. And he's eating a tree. He's eating (laughs) apples out of a tree. Anyway, so Elliot is eating apples out of a tree and he makes like clicking and grunting noises. And um, Kat is going to give us her best impression now. It was like. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty bad. It was a clicking for me. I I couldn't deal with the clicking. "Hmm." (laughs) I feel like I'm calling the cats. Like, what is that? (laughs) I don't know. In DEP, in the electrical parade, there is a giant Elliot float. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he doesn't make the clicking noises in DEP. No, he just makes like the guttural noises. Yeah, but in the movie, he... Yeah, okay. 
That's literally what he sounds like in DEP. That's not what he sounds like at all in the movie. They took the clicking out because it was scary. I guess. So Pete and Elliot are eating apples together. Also, Elliot is no longer invisible. Yeah, Elliot is no longer invisible. He's shown himself. Pop off queen. Not a fan of the colors. Show yourself. Did look like uh, like Cosmo and Wanda, though. And then Kat and I went down like a wormhole of like, yeah. maybe the creator of Fairly Odd Parents saw this movie because it, they, I mean, basically Elliot is Pete's fairly godparent. Yeah. Fairly odd, fairly odd parent. Mm-hmm. Fairy godparent. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. they did that to me? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Pete and Elliot are eating apples together. Elliot cooks an apple for Pete. And I would just like to say, I don't think there's anything more disgusting in this world than a warm apple off of a tree in the middle of the day, let alone a hot apple that a dragon just fire breathed for you also the hot apples are good just as a hot apple like you gotta like put it in like cinnamon yeah like you can't just like have a hot apple also what are you gonna bite into it's gonna burn you i literally wanted to throw up imagine eating a hot apple i don't think um i want to um and then they have a 45 minute song and dance about how much they're obsessed with each other um it was tmi it was definitely very strange it made me a little uncomfortable. It And it was uh, really long. It was pretty long. The green screen was really bad throughout this scene, too. Like, they tried real hard, but it just looked like hot fucking shit. I mean, when you have a small child who is already questionable at acting, and then you have something that's not there that you have to draw in, um, it's not going to come out that great. And it didn't. No. And we're sorry that we have to say that, but it's I'm true. not sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I am. That's what we're here for. Um, and I think they did a really good job. And sometimes you don't realize how shitty your art is until, you know, you've, you've made it. So 40 years later, <laughs> when you compare it to anything else. By the way, um, fucking Pete looks like he's been hit by a car. Like, he's fucking disgusting. He's real dirty. He slept in a swamp, you know? Um, yeah, he slept in a tree. Uh, so they find a road and they see a sign for Passamaquoddy, which is apparently a real town. Um, up No, it's not. Northeastern. Isn't it Passamaquoddy? 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 That's not a real place. I think it is, yeah. What, wh- why would they name it that? I don't know. So there's a sign for Passamaquoddy and... Pete is like, well, let's go there. Maybe it's a nice town. And Elliot is trying to like fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah, for real. And Pete is like, no, you need to just you need to be invisible and behave yourself. OK, this is another scene that like was 27 minutes long when it didn't need to be. It was just Elliot disappearing different parts of his body, like his feet, his wings, <laughs> his head, his eyeballs. And then he was just a body and he had no arms, legs or head. And he looked like a little pear. Like it was continuous. We could have done it like the one time and it would have been funny. And then it was like, OK, move on. They literally did it for 45 minutes. It was so unimportant. I didn't even put in my notes. <laughs> I just like I know this whole movie reminds me. I, I don't know if we've referenced this before. I feel like I have like in in family guy whenever the dad hits his knee and he just goes for like the whole episode that's what this whole movie felt like to me peter griffin <laughs> yes i could think of his name Fida. okay so elliot and pete they are walking into town they are wandering in elliot breaks a fence mm-hmm uh, he scares a horse. Mm-hmm. He ruins some cement, a mm-hmm. cement sidewalk. And he also breaks down a hanging sign. As they're walking into town, obviously all this fucking chaos is happening right behind this child. Pete runs into the town teacher with all the school children. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing out of school? And he's like, oh, walk in my dragon. Pete, 
You just told him to be invisible. What was the point of making Elliot be invisible if you're going to tell the first fucking human being you talk to in town that you have a fucking pet dragon? Yeah. Also, this teacher is looking at Pete. Um, dirty as fuck. Hello. She's like, where are your parents? Why are you in school? Bleep, 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 bleep. Anyway, she takes the kids back to school, but Elliot hooks her skirt to like a nail, her un- her underskirt, mm-hmm. her underoos. Mm-hmm. Pete tries to take it off the nail before she walks away, but he doesn't, you know, make it in time. So the teacher's underoos are just on the ground and everyone's laughing at her. <laughs> but you honestly, she's a huge bitch. So Haha, <laughs> you wear underwear. It was just like her, what's that called? Her petticoat. Yeah, it was her petticoat. Her little underskirt. Yeah. And then she's like big man and doesn't like Pete anymore, which like fuck her, honestly. So. Yeah, he's a fucking child. Like what? You see how dirty he is? You expect him to have manners? Also, there's been this guy like walking through town with excuse me 50. he's credited as the Eggman. okay well the egg man <laughs> is wandering around town with 50 crates of eggs stacked up and he's like trying to balance them it's honestly the most annoying thing i've ever seen in my entire life he runs into the mayor and gets egg all over him and the egg looks so fucking nasty like it literally made me want to die i hate eggs and the mayor is super pissed and all the townspeople are like, it was that little boy. He did all this, even though prove it, you know, he was he was already walked past all the things when it got fucked up. Yeah. Respectfully. Why are you going to blame poor little baby Pete? So anyway, Pete gets scared and him and Elliot go run and hide behind a building and Pete starts scolding Elliot. He's like, bro, what the fuck? I told you not to fuck around. He makes Elliot really sad. Yeah, so Elliot is uninvisible now and And depressed and Pete are chatting in the alleyway. Yeah, but like also he just like fucked up a whole town. He's a dragon. (laughs) What do you want him to do? Be mature? Yeah, I really do. (laughs) Uh, So a drunk man stumbles out of the bar and sees Elliot and Pete. This is our pal Lampy. This is Lampy number three. Yeah, it's funny because he tries to get on a bike and he doesn't make it very far. He's fucking wasted. Mm-hmm. So he sees a dragon and he's like, hey, that is a dragon. Yeah. I just saw a dragon. Yeah, it sure is. So he gets scared and he runs back into the bar and he starts telling everybody in the bar, which by the way, it's probably like, I don't know, 2 p.m. Yeah. on a Wednesday afternoon mm-hmm. and this bar is fucking packked. They're wanna, fishermen. They ain't got nothing better to do. in this town. Yeah, I guess they go out early. So, mm-hmm. you know, you get back at 2 p.m. You get drink plastered. Like you're in bed by, oh, my God, you're so right. Drink like a fish. Ha, ha, ha. So, yeah. So, Lampy goes back into the bar. He's singing about how he just saw a dragon in the alleyway. Yeah, more All singing. the bar patrons are singing with him. And they're like, ha, ha, Lampy, you're so silly. Daughter of Lampy. Her name is Nora. Also loving the name Nora. I do love that name very much. She comes in to look for her dad and he tells her about the dragon and she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> sure, <laughs> okay, drunky poo. There's a, there's a pole in this bar. Yeah. I, literally at one point I looked at Melissa and I said, is that pole supposed to be spinning like that? It does spins. Mm-hmm. Uh, it spins around. Great for tricks. It's not like a stripper pole. It's like a square wooden pole that happens to spin it's like a a support beam in the bar that spins that spins i would go to that bar this seems very fun um there's also a 39 minute interlude where they run on some barrels including nora it's it's far too long 
Um, and then she kicks the, what is that plug. called? The plug. The barrel plug. On the barrel. <laughs> and I looked at Melissa and I said, ooh, Nora's a squirter. Yeah, for real. <laughs> they were, the barrels was gushing. She gushed all over the <laughs> the fisherman in the bar. It wasn't just her, though. It was like her and like 10 other bar patrons. Yeah. It, they were just spinning on on barrels for way too long yeah they just kept going we're like okay we we got it i was impressed very cool nora was in heels it just went on for too long i concur couldn't tell you a single song in this movie except candle in the water but i already knew that one uh so (laughs) nora takes her father home to the lighthouse so they're the lighthouse keepers Puts him to bed at, you know, approximately 3 p.m. on a Wednesday, drunk as fuck. Nora texts in daddy at 3 p.m. And then Nora uh, is looking down at the shore and she sees Pete, just a just a boy of nine walking on the shore of the beach. Totally normal. Looks like he got hit by a car. Yeah, just like alone. He's fine. No, he's not. So Nora goes down to investigate. While she's walking down there, Pete has found a cave off of the shore. Absolutely. And now Pete lives in this cave with his dragon (laughs) next to the lighthouse. Yeah, Pete's still mad at Elliot. Like, won't talk to him. Elliot burns a stick and draws a tic-tac-toe uh tic-tac-toe thing on him board <laughs> i was typing very quickly obviously as i do when i take my notes did you write tiktok i uh, know tic-tac-toe is now a uh, stick rack toe so <laughs> oh, good i first typed tiktok like the app <laughs> instead of elliot is watching tiktoks in the cave <laughs> p really wanted to play stick rack toe but yeah so elliot burns a stick draws a tic-tac-toe board on his chest and stomach and is trying to play tic-tac-toe with pete i keep getting their names mixed up they're both pete and they're both elliot in my brain pete and pete's dragon mm-hmm. p wants nothing to do with him and then pete bullies elliot and makes him cry like he didn't scold him enough in town he literally bullies him and makes him cry well pete wanted to live and pass him a quaddy pass him a quotey with all his new friends and elliot ruined that well he immediately apologizes because he's a little fucking asshole so yeah they make up so anyway pete and elliot are chilling in this cave when nora comes over enters the cave obviously elliot hides so Nora takes Pete for some chowder while Elliot hides in the cave. Yeah, she's like, hey, strange child I just found in a cave on the beach. Come up to my lighthouse and eat some food. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> you want so some chowder? Pete runs back into the cave and tells Elliot, he's like, hey, I'm going to like go see what's up with this lighthouse shit. I'm going to do some recon and I'll come back for you. I'll come let you know what's up. At the lighthouse, Pete tells Nora over Chowder how he gets beaten by his family on the farm, the Gogans. And we find out that Nora's fiance, Paul, is lost at sea. So we're just trauma dumping over (laughs) Chowder in a lighthouse. Listen, sometimes it'd be like that. Um, (laughs) And that's exactly how I want to live my life. I want to go to the dump in a lighthouse over Chowder. I want to go to the tavern at 2 p.m., get blackout drunk, see a dragon, and then I want to come home and I want to eat some chowder and trauma dump on a nine-year-old. I mean, I don't... That just seems like the life. Yeah, good time. Um, (laughs) Well, Pete says that Elliot is really good at finding things. What is he, a fucking Hufflepuff? And he's like, maybe... Redacted. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry for the Starkid reference. No, redacted. (laughs) Redacted. (laughs) Redacted! Redacted! (laughs) He's like, okay, well, maybe 
Elliot, my dragon, can find your fiance, Paul. Yeah, like what the fuck? Elliot has like magical finding people powers. I guess he does, though. We find out. We find out. <laughs> so weird power, but okay. Flex or whatever. <laughs> He's got to do something, right? He can't just be a fucking dragon. He has to have a, a gift or whatever. Yeah, there's like another song. Nobody fucking cares. Was there? I didn't even write about yeah, it. Yeah, Nora and Pete sing about like, she. he like describes the dragon to her. She talks about whatever. I don't really fucking care. Nora oh, puts great. Pete to bed and she like kisses him on the head. And like, I'm like, Bestie, you literally just met this child like An 10 hour seconds ago. ago. <laughs> yeah. You found him in a cave, fed him some chower and tra- trauma dumped trauma on him. Trauma dumped on him. <laughs> trauma dumped on this child. He was just trying to be like, hey, my family beats me. And you were like, anyway, so my fiance <laughs> yeah. died at sea. Now I'm stuck here with my drunk father. Like Nora, get it together, queen. <laughs> anyway, the next day, Lampy uh, comes in to the, I don't know, part of the lighthouse where Pete is. I think it's just one room. Yeah. And Lampy screams when he sees Pete because he's the boy with the dragon. Mm-hmm. And Pete's like, well, Elliot's not in the house. He's in the cave. So... It's fine. Lampy is like, okay, well, maybe I can show everyone at the bar the dragon so that way they don't think I'm crazy, which is, I think, you know, valid. Pete says that Elliot is unpredictable, though, which is very true. Obviously, he like destroyed the town the minute he walked in. I was going to say. And then Nora's like, um, how about we, you know, put down the talk of dragons at first thing in the morning. Let's eat some breakfast. Yeah, let's get some brekkie in us <laughs> before we start lying. And our trauma dumped over chowder, but we could at least. <laughs> Please eat some brekkie before we do anything. We today. can only trauma dump during one meal, guys. Yeah. Get it together. We haven't even eaten yet. So we cut to a man in a carriage that is speeding out of control with sails on the back of it uh, towards Passamaquoddy, Passamaquoddy. I don't know now. I was so sure it was Passamaquoddy. You know what? I think Passamaquoddy sounds better and I think they should reconsider. You might be correct. Anyway, this wagon is Doc Terminus and his assistant Hoagie and they refuck up the entire town that they just tried to repair with their out of control wagon. Yeah, the townspeople are not uh, excited to see him. He's a quack doctor and he's just got elixirs and potions and fake medicines and a whole bunch of shit he's trying to sell to the townspeople and they just don't want anything to do with him. Yeah, there's like a 40 minute song about how he can't remember the name of the town and how just like us. they all hate him. <laughs> He's just like me for real. <laughs> yeah, his assistant like dresses like an old woman and like an old man and he like fixes them or whatever. And then everybody's like, oh, my God, it actually works. And they start to like buy his stuff. It's really stupid. Uh, I would just like to say I would fuck this man um oh. 50 years ago when this movie came out mm-hmm. not anymore he's probably dusty and old now but i think he looked like john travolta but like really 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 tan and old just my style <laughs> just, just my, my type, type. <laughs> that's my type that's my type um anyway after his annoying ass song we cut to nora got pete some new clothes uh he's wearing a little suit with a bow tie and a little uh newsy cap <laughs> i don't know why this is what they chose for him yeah like what are they paying the fucking lighthouse people in this town yeah right like that was a nice suit but also why he's a little boy he's gonna fuck it up like the rest of the kids for like school were dressed like nice i guess but not in like a full three-piece suit with a bow tie and a cap yeah i don't know why she went for that first that was weird all i know is that's what he wears in deep were they little shorty shorts though they're, they're like shorts, but his socks go like up to his shorts. That was the style. I don't know. I have a photo with Pete 
and okay. Elliot from DP went, went away. Little shorty shorts. Yeah, it's a fit. Also, now that I think about that wig and the color of it, it is not correct. No, it's really not. <laughs> it's very incorrect. So Pete wants to go show Elliot his suit, and then he's like, I'll bring a photo of Paul so that Elliot can go find him. And Nora's like, okay, crazy. Okay, Have fun bye. at the cave. Bye. <laughs> Have fun at the cave by yourself. Don't get your little suit dirty. Yeah, she doesn't. Nora does not believe in the dragon. No, and as soon as Pete leaves, Nora looks at her dad and is like, oh, my God, thank you for, like, faking believing in the dragon so that you make Pete feel better. And Lampy's like, no, you dumb bitch. I saw the dragon. I, I'm not faking anything. Nora thinks that the dragon is like a metaphor for Pete's lack trauma. of family. <laughs> yeah, she thinks it's like the dragon this is like... trauma dragon. <laughs> yeah. We've all been there. I mean, it kind of is a trauma dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's real. My trauma dragon is not helping me at all. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Do better, trauma dragon. <laughs> we cut back to the quack doctor. What's his name? Um, wait a minute. We're not going to skip the fact that her dad... Okay, so like after Nora was like, oh, yeah that's not the dragon's not real and he says you can't say anything about being realistic when you're still waiting for paul to appear after he's been gone for a year yo that was fucked up yeah it was so disrespectful he basically was like can you just admit that your fiance's dead, dead? like ew i saw a dragon and your fiance's dead Period. And what? Mic drop. Period. <laughs> and I'm going to go get drunk now. Bye. Yeah. And then he goes to the bar again. Um, and then, yeah. And then that's when we get Candle on the Water. She goes and sings. I did not even put that in my notes. <laughs> yeah. She goes up to the lighthouse and sings for 45 minutes to her dead, her dead fiance. drowned fiance. I'll be your candle on the water. It does not slap. It's not a good song. Sorry about it. Cut to the quack doctor at the bar. Uh, he had to sell his horses to settle a malpractice suit. So that's why they floated in the town on the sails <laughs> of their, yeah. their wagon. And they are trying to recover financially from that. The doctor is saying he hates Passamaquoddy, Passamaquoddy. He can't say it either, so I don't feel bad. Yeah, and I'm not too sure why, because it's a charming little seaside town. And everybody bought his shit, so I don't know why he's complaining. Yeah, he's talking about how much he hates the townspeople. Lampy asks the doctor about dragons and the doctor says, you are a dumb, silly, stupid man. Yeah. Please stop talking to me. Mm -hmm. But assistant Hoagie is like, I am interested in this dragon you speak of. Where do we see this dragon? Hoagie, by the way, completely blackout drunk. Lampy now completely blackout drunk. I think Lampy stays blackout drunk. Um, Doc Terminus. He says he's going to go visit a nurse. He's, he's going to go get his dick wet. What, do you think that's what he was saying? Mm -hmm. He said, I got to go see somebody about a nursing career. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If what does like, that mean? Felt like a booty call to me. I feel like I'm pretty, you know, I usually get like an innuendo or something, but I was like, well, I got to see somebody about a nursing career. What? That's just what I got out <laughs> of it. I could be wrong, but that's just what I got out well, of it. Well, he just went back to his tent and was like fucking with potions or whatever. So assistant Hoagie is DTFD. He's down to find that dragon. <laughs> <laughs> so Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so Hoagie. Please tell me that's the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hoagie 
and Lampy. Also, what I can't believe you were just gonna roll right over that. Like you were just gonna say it and keep talking. Like <laughs> Hogart and Lampert. Ho- is this is not Hogart and Lampert? <laughs> those are their new names. I assume those are their legal names. Okay, is it? Oh, it's Hobart in the labyrinth. I thought you were talking about fucking Iron Giant. Hogarth, isn't Hogarth. it? Hogarth, yeah. What in the fuck? Why is his name Hogarth? Okay, I <laughs> we have to move on. Okay, Lampy and Hoagie, they go to the cave because they're fucking wasted and they think that it seems like a good idea to investigate the cave where the dragon is. When they get to the cave, Elliot hears them, so he starts sneaking around the cave uh, with them because he is scared because they're talking about a monster and Elliot does not realize that he is the monster. The monster is him. He's just a dumb, silly, goofy little guy. He really is. I feel so bad for Elliot. Like, Elliot's a fucking queen and everyone's treating him like he's not. So they all end up scaring each other and the men are trying to make Elliot like them, even though Elliot's just kind of has no idea what the fuck is happening. Mm -hmm. They give Elliot liquor out of a flask called flask and then elliot starts breathing fire because he just drank liquor and it his was stomach is made of like fucking fire and brimstone or whatever first of all this flask was like the size of my head like it was a huge flask and then they literally pour like 90 percent of it into this freaking dragon yeah they get elliot fucked up um elliot starts breathing fire obviously because liquor and fire do not mix yeah and then they think that he's trying to like attack them so they run away but really he was just like burping or whatever he was belching <laughs> he was just burping it up <laughs> he was going through it and they both respectively go to their hovels and mm. probably proceed to piss pass the fuck out oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they probably in- also pissed <laughs> they did that in the cave and then went to go pass out yeah they passed out in their piss in their piss pants hoagie tells doc terminus about seeing elliot he's like no the dragon's fucking real dude and doctor is like blackout drunk right so. he's like you're drunk and he's like no man i'm so sober now because it scared the alcohol out of me and the doc just does not believe him at all also mind you once again this is like 10 a.m that these <laughs> yeah. two men are like literally belligerently <laughs> drunk it's it's legitimately the morning because the next thing is nora taking pete to school could have been the next day you don't know. it was not <laughs> oh yeah he was in his little suit. yes so yeah 9 30 rolls around <laughs> <laughs> why is the bar open i want to live it's in a this fishing town. town there's nothing else to I do i want to go to there i put the next day pete has to go to school but i think you're right it's, the, it's the same, same day. day so pete has to go to school uh the town is all mad because the fish are gone and they're blaming pete yeah, they're like, as soon as that child showed up, there's been no fish. They never explain this later in the movie. I think it's, I think superstition. I thought maybe like, oh, maybe Elliot's eating the fish. I thought maybe yeah, Elliot was eating them too, because he's down by the water. But that's not what's happening, so I don't know why there's no fish. I don't know. Also, P's trying not to go to school. He's like, I'm too fucking smart for that. He knows nine times nine. Honestly, Which yeah. I don't even know, and I'm 30. The fishermen are blaming P that there's no fish. Nora's like, you're all superstitious dickheads. There's another song. Nora is making all the children late to school because she's singing about dragons and inclusivity in the middle of the town with all the children. And then finally the song I blacked out for every song. Did you? Yes. Okay. Half of them I didn't even know they were songs. So, um, good. Because I blacked out this whole movie. (laughs) The teacher's yelling at all the children for all being late. And then Nora is like, oh my god, I'm so sorry we were singing about dragons in the middle of the town. 
down. <laughs> My bad. Also, you have a new student. His name is Pete. Hi, Pete. No last name. Uh, like share. The teacher's like, okay, well, I need his school records. And Nora's like, sorry, um, his school burnt down with the records. And so he doesn't have them. And she's like, okay, well, then I need his birth certificate. The same fire that burnt down the school also burnt down um, the hospital, the, the town hall in. and the hospital. He's got nothing, but he's really smart. He knows nine times nine. He knows how to spell Passamaquoddy. And he's, you know, he's, he's doing really great. I swear it's Passamaquoddy. I don't really care. Also, this teacher, I wanted to punch her in the face, not just because she's a bitch, but she repeats herself constantly. I don't know if you noticed, but she'd be like, that's bad, bad, bad. You need to get inside, inside, inside. I truly did not listen to her at all. She repeated everything she said. And I, I don't know why, but I really hate that. And it drove me insane. Well, she gets her comeuppance. Pete's allowed to go to class and then immediately Elliot starts fucking with shit. He rings the school bell and the teacher thinks it's Pete. Okay, what is he fucking got telekinesis? Like he was inside the schoolhouse when the bell started ringing. (laughs) But because he ran outside to try and stop Elliot, he was holding the rope. So she was like, you rang the bell, even though it started ringing when he was inside. Make it make sense, please. So the teacher blames Pete and she gives him the knuckle cracker uh, for ringing the bell. So she like beats his hands. So that's cool because, you know, Pete hasn't been through enough or anything. And then as the teacher is going to sit down after, you know, beating a child, Elliot pulls her chair away through like the window of the schoolhouse mm-hmm. And she falls on the ground and then she brings out the behind breaker. Elliot said, you can straight up go fuck yourself and crashes into the school. Knocks her desk down, knocks her big fat ass down. It was beautiful. Yeah, you know, in like cartoons, when like a cartoon person like comes through a wall and it's like the shape of them. Yeah. It was the shape of <laughs> Elliot in the yeah. wall. And then Pete yells at him and is like, you can't do that. Go home to the cave. Let him live. And then Elliot breaks to the other wall and drags the bell through town. So now everyone sees the dragon shaped holes in the school and the bell dragging itself through. And now everyone knows that the, the dragon is real. And Dr. Menace is like, oh, my God, you weren't drunk. Like dragons is real. Yeah, and then there's a whole song about using Elliot's body parts. Okay, here's... To make medicine. Here's my thing. Okay, okay. He's actually, like, trying... I think he's actually trying to heal people, but he's just bad at it. But here's my thing. At this point, he wants money. It's literally all he talks about is how much money he's going to get from all these things Uh he can make from... I almost said dinosaur. (laughs) Dragon claws. Dragon blood. Scales. Yeah. There's one dragon, so you can use all of that one time. However... If he's like in a cage in a zoo, not that I condone that, but I'm saying monetarily wise, he would make more. I think he wants to do both. I think he wants to like put him on display, but also like use his body parts. Harvest him. Yeah, just a scale and a toenail here and there. It'd be fine. Well, he talks about dragon hearts. He only has one of those and he can't live without it. So that's facts. That's what I'm saying. So like, you don't know. He could have two hearts, maybe. I'm Yeah. I mean, obviously don't know the biography so is that the um no no biology biology that yeah of a dragon mm, mm-hmm. i don't think anybody does because they're not fucking real but as you anyway okay. um i just think i just think cutting him up into pieces and using those um yeah. isn't isn't the the correct option it's also just like not great material for a song 
you know? Yeah, it was um, a bit dark. Anyway, the Doc goes, Doc and Nora, sorry, nope, Doc and Hoagie, Doc Terminus, that can't be his real name. Doc Terminus and Hoagie, they go to see Nora and Pete, who are painting the lighthouse. This is Melissa's favorite part of the whole movie. This paint that they're painting the lighthouse with is 400 years old. It is like the thickest, chunkiest, chunkiest grossest paint ever they paint like by the front door a couple of strokes they're doing a terrible job is all i'm trying to say yeah they paint the same one spot on the side of each like each side of the door there's another song coming up just you know spoiler alert um another song is coming during the entire 30 minute song they're just painting one like one little spot um doc is like hey love to buy your dragon uh pete says i can't sell him i don't own him and i was like Pop off queen. Also, he tries to buy him for five dollars. Five dollars? Like they bought fucking a whole child for fifty dollars and fifty cents. I didn't even think about that. And you want a dragon for five? five? Bitch, you better start throwing some zeros on the end of that. You yeah. better start throwing lots of zeros on the end of that. But yeah, Pete's like, um, I don't actually own him. Pete says you can go talk to him yourself if you'd like. He's down there on the beach, and Doc Terminus looks down on the beach and he's like, Hmm, I don't see anything. And Pete proceeds to say, well, that's because he's invisible today. And then Nora laughs in their face. Pete and Nora laugh so like it's the funniest fucking shit they've ever heard. But it's funny because they're both laughing for different reasons. If you think about it, Nora just thinks that like these grown ass men literally think that there's a dragon and it's stupid because he doesn't exist. And Pete's like, he's literally invisible. (laughs) So it's like really funny, actually. It was (laughs) actually like the best part of the whole fucking movie. No, the next part is actually my favorite part. The Doc and Hoagie go like they're leaving, but then they hide in like the foghorn and they're just like talking shit and making plans. And then Nora (laughs) whispers to Pete and Pete runs inside and blows the the foghorn. Okay, the foghorn is the size of a house. Like they could have done some, yeah. they could have blown them off that cliff. They probably did. That's <laughs> fucked up. I, I did not like that. Anyway, uh, the foghorn wakes up Lampy, obviously, out of his drunken stupor at <laughs> 3 p.m. Yeah. So Lampy comes out and he's like, please don't touch my foghorn. And then Lampy is like, hey, also, Pete, we would love to adopt you um, as our weird lighthouse ward. What do you say? And Pete is like, I would absolutely love to do that. I would love to be your lighthouse child. And then Lampy is like, so serious. Elliot has to stay in the cave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Nora's like, okay, enough about the dragon. And then they sing about how it's a brazzle dazzle day. What in the actual motherfucking is fuck a brazzle? is a brazzle dazzle day? The only reason I and know anything about that again is because of DEP because he says it. Do you think they were like hmm, zippity doo dah was such a commercial success? Let's make a brazzle dazzle day. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It did what not the take off. Um, no, because nobody <laughs> nobody has says ever it. fucking uttered the words brazzle dazzle day except in this film. They sing. They clean the lighthouse in quotes uh, because they don't do a very good job of cleaning. And they don't ever finish the paint job. They just leave the... Never finish it. Change clothes. Go to dinner in town. The three strokes by the door stay there forever. There was more paint on Nora and Pete than there was on the actual house. Mm -hmm. Hope they finish that little project because it looks like fucking shit. (laughs) Lampy refused to help. Yeah, he was like, you guys enjoy finishing up painting honestly the song was really stupid but like it this movie like looked really good like this scene where they were like up in the lighthouse and they were like doing a little dance around the lighthouse 
That was like pretty impressive for 1977. If you think about it, it was probably really hard to film up there. Yeah, because, dude. Like, I think I said at one point, I was like, you can see, because you know, the higher up you are, like the wind blows and they're obviously by the water. Mm-hmm. So like wind is crazy out there. You can see at one point when they're like filming at the top of the lighthouse, the cameraman's struggling to hold no. it straight and it's like Stop. moving around. And I was like, <laughs> imagine if it was like uh, nowadays, they would just use like a fucking drone. A drone you know what whatever, I mean? Yeah. And there's like a grown man up there on a crane like struggling yeah, to stay this was also in uh it was in california it wasn't Where this even was filmed? yeah it wasn't even in like maine or some shit they built a lighthouse in california and then tear it down they were gonna move it to disneyland but it was like fucked up yeah because that paint job yeah <laughs> because fucking pete doesn't know how to paint <laughs> lampy got into a drunken rage one night and started punching there the was walls. a drag not to spoiler but there's a dragon in it at one point i'm sure that didn't help (laughs) um but yeah so it wasn't even like a real operating lighthouse so it looked really good didn't it that's actually crazy i didn't know that Mm -hmm. yeah so the outfit change and they stroll into town to grab some dindin or some shit i don't know more chowder yeah they're headed back to the bar Lampy's got to get blackout drunk for the third time Yeah, today. he's too sober. <laughs> he woke up from his drunk nap. He's got to go get another drink. They literally say something in the song, too, about becoming like a... It was like a brassaholic or something like that. And I was like, y'all really are alcoholics and you're not even trying to hide it. Oh, my God. I remember in the song, yeah, they said something about like, you'll become a something-holic. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> go to rehab yeah you need help and that's saying a lot coming from me (laughs) you need help uh. okay so off to town they go the gogans have come into town and they are looking for pete they are filthy also yeah i don't think we mentioned this at the beginning Quoti Quoti is three miles from the treed <laughs> yeah. area that Pete ran away from his Pete family. Pete ran away from. So he's at most maybe he's like five miles maybe. from the Tops. Gogan's farm. Yeah. So the Gogan's wheel into town and they're dirty little carriage. They're dirty. Looking for their dirty little child that they bought. They are literally like, hey, we're looking for our, our dirty little baby. Um, and everybody's like, oh, are you talking about Pete? No. First of all, they're <laughs> like, there's a lot of children named Pete here. And then she was like, uh, he talks about a dragon and then everyone gets really quiet and runs <laughs> away. And they're like, don't, we don't talk about the dragon. We, we've had enough trauma of the schoolhouse and there's shit happening. There's no fish. Yeah. We don't want to talk about it. And Ma's like, he's here. He's here. <laughs> so anyway, Nora and Lampy and Pete are in a rowboat, like near the dock and ma comes over screaming like that's my child and then guess what guys there is a song yeah of them fighting over the fact that they have a bill of sale the gogans they bought that little boy fair and square have a bill of sale that they scream about and then nora is like you can't have him you beat him nora straight up like i'll fight all of you she literally picks up like the oar for the boat at one point and is like stabbing it at them like a spear the the sons are fighting over who's gonna touch nora nora so that was inappropriate and we hate that for her Mm -hmm. and every woman on earth so they just start to row away nora's like fuck you guys this is my kid the gogans get a boat somehow they just steal a boat yeah and they start to row towards them but luckily elliot has come back from searching for paul yeah we didn't even know he was gone he was searching for paul who is nora's uh dead fiance in case you forgot elliot sinks the gogan's boat that they borrowed so you know just sunk somebody's boat that yeah probably works very hard in that town but it's fine whatever but there's no fish so they're not working very hard are they 
That's very true. There is no fish. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the Gogans are at the bottom of the lake. No, I'm just kidding. They all know how to uh, swim, unfortunately. So they go to dry off at the bar and Doc Terminus goes to the Gogans and is like, hey, I will trade you that scruffy little boy for the dragon. And the Gogans are like, bet. They're like, okay, well, the dragon's not real. So it sounds like you got a deal. And Doc Terminus is like, great. I'll meet you at the boathouse. Yeah. And then... The townspeople, the Gogans, and Doc all plan to capture Elliot. And the Gogans just think that it's a ploy to get Pete, but the townspeople and the Doc know that it's to get like, the dragon. actually get the dragon. They don't believe in the dragon either. The townspeople? No, the Gogans. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. They think it's just a ploy to like get Pete there so they can snatch him. So cut to Elliot, who tells Pete that Paul is in route and he is not dead. Woo! It's great news. Good job, dragon. So Pete runs to go tell Nora, hey, Nora, girly pop, uh, your fiance is not dead. My imaginary dragon friend found him and he is on his way. And, and Nora, Nora says, says, shut the fuck up. Be so fucking for real. <laughs> He's so fucking for real. Um, your invisible dragon didn't find my dead man's is. Yeah. He's at the bottom of the ocean. She said, my man is dead. Your dragon's not real. And I need you to grow the fuck up. So Pete goes off to pout somewhere. Very disheartened. Very sad. Yeah. Plotting Nora's death. No, I'm just kidding. He loves Nora. So Doc comes to tell Pete that Elliot is destroying the town. So that's how they get Pete to go to the boathouse. So they run over to the boathouse and obviously Elliot is not there and they capture Pete. Yeah, the Gogans. And Ma him. and Merle and, and Willie and Willie, they... <laughs> They snatched their boy. They paid 50, 50 for him. They got the legal fees and the bill of sale. They paid 50 50 for that boy and he's going to work till him is dead. Yeah. And then Doc is like, okay, now we just have to get Elliot here. We have to tell Elliot that Pete is in trouble, but we have to have somebody who Elliot trusts. And the only person here that has met Elliot is Hoagie. And Hoagie is quite literally pissing himself. Yeah, because last time he went... He almost got toasted. He almost got roasted, bruh. Yeah, man. So he's like, I don't, I don't know how I like that. And then, but he does it because um, he's also scared of Doc Terminus and he pays his bills. So Hoagie goes to find Elliot in the cave and he's like, hey, um, I have a message about Pete. The Gogans have him. Follow me into town. And Elliot does because that's, that's his, that's his little friend. That's his boy. That's his friend. So yeah, Elliot is big man. He heads towards the boathouse. Cut back to the lighthouse. There's a really bad storm coming in and the water just fully breaks the lighthouse windows and then breaks the light thing. Mm -hmm. And there's <laughs> the a lamp. I there's guess. a ship coming in. Yeah. That's out in the really bad storm, choppy water, rocks everywhere, bad times. Yeah. So Lampy has to put in a dry wick, which is probably hard because he's probably hammered. And it's also the raining wind is still. <laughs> Nora's like, well, I can't find Pete. Lampy can't light the lamp. Things are bad. Back to the boathouse. They do trap Elliot under like a tarp and then some rope. I have a question. Why can't Elliot just uh, light that shit on fire and get himself out? I think he was panicked. There's also a cannon harpoon. Yeah. Um, I How do you questions. think they shoot harpoons, babe? I didn't realize it was with a cannon. Yeah. 
I feel I don't know. Okay, great. I'm glad you learned that. Today. I thought it was more like a um crossbow option. I'm sure there I'm sure that is also an option. That's another model of the harpoon. Then the the cannon option. Also, there's like clearly a mechanical Elliot under yes. the tarp. Um and it looks it's literally not even the remotely shape. fucking shaped like Elliot, Mm-mm. the fake dragon. So I wonder if that was built before they like added Elliot into the movie. You might be right. Because that shit looks fucking absolutely nothing like Elliot. My boy Elliot. Yeah, like the neck was too long, head too skinny. It, it, looked, yeah. um, it looked like a long neck dinosaur. It did look like a dino. Elliot does not look like that at all. But yeah, they're going to harpoon Elliot. Pete's being held by Mama Gogan. It's just Ma. Bites Ma her. for short. Whatever. Uh, he bites her, tries to run away. He knocks into the harpoon to get it away from Elliot. The Gogans go to grab Pete again. They're trying to escape in their little sad cart that they've got yeah, going. Wagon. I think cart yeah. is more accurate. Wheelbarrow. It's small. Yeah. Elliot finally gets free of the tarps and goes after the Gogans to, you know, they're stealing his boy. Ma is arguing with Elliot literally just arguing with the dragon holding up the bill of sale and being like i paid for him fair and square like elliot's gonna give a fuck about that and he burns the bill of sale so now they have no claim to pete um legally and so they try to leave i didn't know what fully happened here there was oil that spilled don't know where it came from they slip in the oil they're covered in it and then they get in their sad little wagon and run away doc is still trying to harpoon elliot it's it's been 30 minutes that this harpoon has been lit <laughs> this harpoon cannon literally has had a had a flame on it for this entire time it's too much for me they try to harpoon elliot again but the doc's foot is stuck in the ropes so he goes to like knock out the wick but he hits the cannon to where it shoots up instead and the harpoon goes and he goes flying with the harpoon there's a lot going on he goes through the ceiling he almost knocks down a power line an electrical pole yeah wait you didn't like power line it wasn't good enough for you you had to change it to electrical (laughs) pole yeah because it wasn't the line it was the pole (laughs) (laughs) like the electrical line is the wire that goes between the poles that was falling too no it was just the whole electrical pole with all the Mm. The transformer. Yeah, on the it. Wi-Fi was gonna go out and pass McQuaid. <laughs> yeah, they were but gonna lose the Wi-Fi. Don't worry. Um, don't worry. Oh, also, it was going to fall on the mayor and the teacher. That's fine. Oh, I wish it did fall on the teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elliot saves them, and everybody's like, "Oh, sorry, we tried to kill you. You're awesome." Wow, amazing. high fives and he's, all around. He's really real. Like we can see him now. He's not just a shape in the wall. So you know, Elliot saves the town or whatever. They still got Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> Pete and Elliot hear the foghorn, so they know something's going down at the lighthouse. Um, this is when Elliot flies. Also, we wait. see Elliot fly for the first time. Hold on a moment. This storm is so bad that this ship like can't even move in it. Mm-hmm. Two feet away in town, it's no, it sunny. Was, it was no, it was raining. No, it wasn't. No, it was in town. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't raining, but um, <laughs> it was it was dark. it was night. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's not the same thing. This storm is so bad that it knocked out the glass in a fucking lighthouse and literally Wait, yeah. two feet away. Was it raining at the no. boathouse? 
That's so stupid. I don't remember if it was or it wasn't. So no, I can't it wasn't. Confirm or deny. I can guarantee because I wrote it in my notes. Anyway, Elliot, um, he mounts his dragon and they go to fly away. Elliot is not a great flyer. He has very baby tiny wings. He's a big boy. And he has to like, he has to like swim with his arms to even like fly well. It made me really fucking sad. Okay. I was not having it. Yeah. He struggles without wind and then the storm is like blowing like crazy so elliot's trying really fucking hard to to fly back to the lighthouse they make it back to the lighthouse to the top of the lighthouse by the way yeah so pete climbs over the railing he's trying to help fucking lampy because lampy's fucking faded up there probably Mm -hmm. elliot is trying to squish his his dragon body up the stairs to try to help and he's trying to light the wick for the lamp for the lighthouse but his fire is stuck in him belly and him belly is stuck on the, the stairs the stairs because he's too big for the lighthouse yeah and then nora turns around finally sees elliot also nora out here looking like the fucking gordon's fisherman <laughs> like wearing a full yellow rain suit <laughs> it's a look it's a look i loved it um yeah she finally sees ellie and she's like oh shit he's real oh the and dragon's real great my father's not oh well he's still a drunk idiot but he's not as idiot <laughs> <laughs> the dragon itself is real elliot finally is able to light the wick and get it going nora weirdly kisses elliot it's very strange oh god they it was didn't so have uncomfy to do that. Mm-hmm. yeah i hated it like on the mouth and elliot was getting all like blushy and weird it's disgusting but yay they lit it and then it's the next day the next morning that was yeah and that anticlimactic that boat that was literally maybe half a mile away took them all night to get there apparently because it's literally the next fucking day and the boat just got there also everyone in town loves elliot they're like oh my god we have fish again and it's all because of elliot right what did he do nothing the boat that came in overnight yeah it was fucking paul my guys paul is not dead at sea he is alive and well (laughs) and he came with a story um his boat capsized and he was in a little town that found him he lost his memory and then he said I was knocked out of my bed that I was healing in. Okay, great. Um, And it knocked my memories back into me. So I knew to come home. Yeah, Elliot beat his memories back into him. (laughs) Yeah, I knocked him out of bed, reconcussed Paul, but he got his memory back. Yeah, cat thing is Paul looks like Pedro Pascal Pascal a little bit. That that was, I do know that I ended up Googling to see if they were related and they're not because (laughs) he looks so much like him. Yeah, so Paul out here looking like Pedro Pascal, looking real hot, real sexy. Very hot. The mayor personally thanks Elliot and they use like a plastic thing to make it look like the like mare a clear yeah ran, like plexiglass mm-hmm. to make it look like the mayor ran into invisible elliot but it just looked like he ran into plexiglass because there was a smudge already on it that they didn't clean yeah it was really bad it was so stupid it, like this whole movie was like decently shot except for the weird field scene and, and then, then the plexiglass <laughs> yeah i could have done without that elliot 
tells Pete that now he has to go. Uh, he has to help another child. And this is when Melissa and I were like, this is the Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. He just out here helping children. Sad little orphans and sad children. Right. And now he helped Pete get a new family that doesn't beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. He's got a drunk grandpa now, a hot new dad and a, and a pretty strong headed, sophisticated mother. An entire town that loves him now. Yeah. Woo! But do you think now that he doesn't have a dragon, they're going to think he's fucking lame and boring and weird? Yeah, they're always going to be like, remember when you had a dragon and now you're a fucking loser. Yeah, now you're just <laughs> Pete. Pete with a hot stepdad. Well, it's not really a stepdad. It's more like an adopted father. I guess, yeah. Anyway, that's Pete's dragon. Yeah, that was it. That was the end. Oh, he flies Woo! away. Very badly. Woo! So glad it's over. It wasn't that bad. Would you like to go first? Sure. I gave Pete's Dragon a 5 out of 10. Wow. I think I would have liked it more if it wasn't so long, honestly. Okay. Because I like musicals, even though the music in this wasn't like that great. I just feel like there were so many scenes that just went on for too long for no reason. I love dragons. I think dragons are so fucking cool. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. It is underneath zombies. I would, in fact, rather watch zombies than this. Um, but it is above Tron. I really waffled there if Jeff Bridges' bulge would be more. Um, oh, no. But I would definitely bulge, rather watch the bulge. The bulge lost out um, against this just because that movie was just so bad. Uh, so, yeah, five out of ten. It's at number 75. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I gave Pete Strong in a six out of ten. Wow. It's my number 75. Oh, my God. We keep doing that. It's weird. I know. It is weird. I liked it. it. I liked it. It was a good movie. Yeah. I don't know. It was okay. Like, it was watchable. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't dislike it. I just think there were so many parts of it that just went on for far too long. I think the plot was definitely better than the musical aspects. Like, the movie itself was fine. If yeah. all of the songs were removed, it would literally be the same movie to me. Like, none of the songs were good. So I guess that's, like, my biggest complaint. That's fair. That's fair. Because all the songs were, like, except for that first one where they were, like, rapping about abusing a child that one was pretty good that was pretty slick but i yeah i liked it i mean i loved all the characters and i liked the storyline and mm -hmm. it was far too long but it was okay it is below the rescuers and it's above tinkerbell because we all know that movie was straight up shit damn it's my number 75 as well woo do you like to guess our next movie oh i love nothing more than guessing our next movie um, so it is a sequel, which means we've done the first one. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Okay. I feel like anything I say next gives it away. Let me think of every movie we've ever <laughs> done. That has a sequel. That's... Cinderella 2. No. God, that's awful. It's, Thank goodness. Um, it's not animated. It's real people. It's real people and it's a sequel. It can't be pirates because we've already done that. Mm -mm. Um, real people. It's going to be real a, um, people. a thing we'll be doing for a long time. 
Iron Man 2? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so here's the thing. Oh my gosh. I had to Google, like, what order cinematically. See, here's the thing. Yeah, there's a cinematic order mm-hmm. and then there's the chronological, chronological order. So we're, we've already started cinematic, so that's what right. we're doing. So I Googled it and Rotten Tomatoes has the list. And then when I went to go look at the movie on Disney Plus, because I do that every time, mm-hmm. on their Marvel section, they have it in order. They have phase one and they have them in order and then they yeah. have phase two okay well i didn't fucking know that i had to google it if, yeah. I, if i would have known and it has like all the shows and everything and like what order everything goes in but we're not doing the shows and all that obviously but do you know that i almost picked iron man 2 last episode no way and then i just was like ah it's, I, it's just it feels like such a heavy undertaking i know we already did iron man we've already started it so we gotta keep going I know, you're so right yeah, man. You're so right. I almost picked it. And then I was like, that's too much. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I Yeah, I... I know I, Iron Man 4 is the one that sucks dick. But all the other ones are good. I'm a big Marvel fan. So I'm excited whenever we do these ones, even though they are very long. But I feel like there's so much in all of them. And it's just like so crazy when like everything comes together. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I just think it's really cool. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Goodbye. Bye. These opinions are our own and are no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The Tragical Podcast cover art is created by Johnny the Alchemist. The Tragical Intro was produced by Ja Reezy. Links to our social media and Patreon can be found on our website located in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. Tragical. <laughs> <laughs>